TNE Network. Transitions? No. Progressive. Pro- there you Progressive go. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know we come up with it, guys. We didn't even have to look that up on the internet. I'm looking at some shit on the internet tonight, Chris. How are, you we doing? Gonna, are we going to look up some shit? No, we're not. How you doing? I'm doing good, Jared. How you doing? I'm good. Joy, how you doing? Good, I'm good. Good to be I'm back. Good. Good. Yeah, nice. good. Closer? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you have to sit closer. I mean, if Over you guys, here. If you, guys, <laughs> you guys probably know more about this band than I do. Though, I was fully Who online. Know? Who doesn't it, know the Black Crows, though? It's go. like, it's an American institution at this point. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're uh they're uh well they took it they took they were okay, I'm gonna say undeniable for ninety two when this album came out. That's this is thirty years old. Crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um and um recorded what in released May twelfth, and they only spent eight weeks putting this thing together. So they're kinda in full black crow form. On their second album, that's what I th- that's where I think why they're kind of undeniable right All now. All right, so was this recorded right after a tour? Most likely, but they got a fresh guitar player though. Mark it's, Ford, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, he's coming on board. I don't know, yeah. Mark Ford coming on board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what what I was listening to this this week again. The first two tracks are definite set openers. Sure. Like yeah. either one mm-hmm. could start the show of the new tour. So well, that's what made me think that they had just coming off the Taker Moneymaker tour and they had all that energy in there. They they were. Um, and I think they have that kind of Van Halen approach, especially for this album, where it's just we're fresh. We've been playing a whole bunch. Some of these songs were written on the road. Right. Um, and uh, and knocked it out in eight weeks. Eight weeks of just if you're tight from the, the road, studio. that'll happen, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they even had something to say about it. Now, I don't know if we're going to get into this, but it seems like the Robinson brothers have something to say every now and then. And one of them was, if you can't do a rock record in eight weeks, what are you doing in the studio? And that's a fair point. And I think eight weeks is too long. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you why. Yeah, I mean, that's two months. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. Dude. Sounds like a luxury. There's a For lot sure. of yeah, yeah's on here, and that sometimes you, you, maybe you're not in the form. You know the drums were done in two days. That's of how, course. That's how yeah. it's done. He was like, call me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll come in and watch you guys noodle, but fuck. Man. But it's their God. second record with George DeCoulias. That is. The producer, and also was called out in that Beastie Boys song. Uh, oh, really? Went to some Orange Julius and bought a hot dog from who? George Draculius. No, so he must be a Rick Rubin guy. He is a Rick Rubin guy. Okay. He's kind of the Rick Rubin guy. Right. He's probably the most successful of the Rick Rubin guys. Well, this comes out on um, 
a deaf American label, which is Rick Rubin's right. label. So Rick Rubin's got his fingers on this thing too. And indeed, not too much though. Not too much, but didn't want to put his name on it until they sold over 500,000 copies. That, that, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, on no. brand. Yeah. But was that with the first record? I don't know what the first could be. Record. Cause he, uh, he produced that one too. Right. Oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. Shake your money maker. Well, which is a turd. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a start <laughs> and, and right. it's a start and it definitely mm. got them their second album because sure, that yeah. thing went through the roof and this one they were almost disappointed because it did the same sales as the first one but the first one was fucking a monster so you're kind of like well, you know but you even think i guess another home run the first still one only one run was like radio rock Right. Yeah. So that's who bought all those records because it was on MTV. It had oh, yeah. the hook, the hit, it had the Otis Redding song. Right. Yeah. Where this one's a record. True that. Right. Like yeah. it's a proper Black Crows album. Yeah. It and it's a nice. It's nice to see that progression going from their first album to their second. This one's put together more. It's intentional. You know. And, right. Yeah. It's not as. It doesn't feel as commercial. No. And and it it. it I like it. It's, yeah, yeah. it's this, the whole, the, I mean, because I don't necessarily like everything we talk about. Yeah. But um, the you know, I was I was rocking it today in a scissor lift while I was sanding a wall, you know, and I was like, fuck, man, totally grooving. And there's a couple tracks because I've never bought this album, so I, I didn't have it on CD. I don't think I ever bought anything of the Black Crows. But again, undeniable in that, th I think this album has like four hits that came off of it. Um, yes, you know. Tying a record set by Tom Petty at the time. He had three at the time, and I think they, oh, okay. they beat him a bit. So what album was that for him? Oh, boy, I should have written that was one. Was that in 92? It. it probably would have been, been Full Moon Fever, right? right with yeah. uh, Great Wide Open and Free oh, Fallen. Yeah. Free Fallen. Yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah, totally. In the video, <laughs> <making me> sick. <laughs> and he looks uh, the exact same now when he's playing, except for... More belts and scarves. <laughs> <More>. <laughs> He's probably a pretty good player, but I, I no. bet. <laughs> okay, super group. Keanu on bass. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. You got um, uh, Johnny. Johnny on guitar. Bill Burr on drums. Ooh. I was going to say Major Dan. Doesn't he play drums? Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Dan. Gary That's the name of his band is Lieutenant Dan Band. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it, seriously, if Rick Allen could do it, it's nice to see Lieutenant Dan being able to pull it off. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Major Dan's better. Yeah. Major Dad. <laughs> Major Dad. Okay, so with, uh, before we start fucking playing this thing, man, we, in the members in the band, we got Chris Robinson. He's on vocals, percussion. Tam he plays the shit out of a tambourine. Dude, I get a little, I get a little Bono feel in there too because we get yeah, like, yeah. That's one chord guitar behind your back. Yes, well, yep. Because guitar is the last one listed. Prior to that, is hey Rich, the, listen to this riff. Yeah, 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 uh -huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't mic him. A <laughs> uh, blues harp. Okay, are that's we talking harmonica or harmonica? Right. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, that, okay, that makes is, sense. Is it a better way of saying harmonica? I don't because know. isn't there the sure. it's the cooler way, not a there, juice there, harp? A, yeah, yeah. Which Go ahead, is like there's a what? <laughs> there's uh that's all he's playing <clears throat> um we got rich robinson i yeah. think they're related right cousins <laughs> he's on guitar uh we got mark ford you're talking about just joining the crew on guitar killer totally cementing a what a lot of people i guess would figure is the, the big quote classic lineup yep. 
because if you ever listen to and America, one of the after worst this, bass player names in rock and roll, Johnny Cole. <laughs> real name Mark Miskowitz <laughs> see what he did there uh, and then we got um, with uh, Eddie Harsh on keys and Steve okay. Gorman on the drums Steve Gorman Eddie Harsh was probably 80 was he is he the only yeah. um, I think the keys add a, a lot to this album and they're not overbearing I think they no. kind of give you that what I what is baked into this that choiral feel that gospel feel like it's almost like a gospel trigger mm-hmm. that they that they're able to hit here and there. <laughs> well, that also, the backup singers don't hurt. Well, they also <laughs> had the money because you know you're a legitimate blues band when you can hire black women to sing backup. <laughs> it you is. Think I don't know. Mom. <laughs> it is one of my. It's one of my artistic bucket list items as, as you know chris and one of them is to write a la 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 or na 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 yep. like the most beautiful like you know outro uh hey jude kind of thing this never happened it's very for me. difficult to write um i want horns on a song someday before i die mm-hmm. and i want the gospel backup singers someday but uh, you know you've your career is over when you're on an award show singing one of your hits and a gospel band has to back you up. Oh, true. <laughs> true. Right. It is, could be a crutch, is right. what you're saying. And it's when they walk line. out, you're like, these aren't the good ones. <laughs> it's a fine line. They get, they get the rate paid. They're the only people available. <laughs> hey, you guys sound good together. You want to be a big <laughs> get on TV? <laughs> Put these curtains on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, dude, let's hit it. Let's well, no, I, I, Jared, you're right. Adding horns, hard and like to get someone that can arrange horns, dude. And the la 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 that everyone <laughs> knows that yeah. it's super simple. It's hard though, and it's good. I'll, I'll just listen yeah. to the guy from uh, who's the guys, the Scottish guys that did the uh, Breakfast Club song, Simple, simple Minds. Minds. Mike, er, that particular <laughs> that particular song. The na 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 all the oh, way. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Right. That's all I'm talking about. And That's is all that I want. him in the studio just dicking around and the producer said, We're keeping it. As a matter of fact, right. it was. Maybe. He's like, oh. I'll I'll write the words to that tomorrow. Oh, okay. And like the fuck you will. That we're keeping that. Nice. Yeah. I guess that's how cool. it happens. Done, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's called John. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of rich kids in Chicago that need a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where they find themselves on their second album, having the money to do these things. And, and the credit. Why wouldn't you? And yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. And the prime example, Exhibit A, Sting Me. That big. <laughs> Keyboard, so you know, yeah, yeah. It feels like that's an electric piano body. is what yeah. that is. Yeah. It's almost a little Doctor Teeth, you know, <laughs> little Muppets, uh, electric mayhem. Electric ma- oh. Everybody Completely. joining in, swelling, you know. Electric mayhem. They were post stepped. 
Um, electric for a terrible a joke too. Joke wasn't even worth it. I think it's a it's a swing. It feels like a sweaty Atlanta night porch kind of party. You know, yeah. like a little swampy. Is that where yeah. he's a little swampy? Yeah. Is it a, was Atlanta? Is that where they're from? Yeah, yeah. suburbs. Okay. Yes. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These kids weren't growing up on the streets. <laughs> At least the Robinson boys were. That's my tire. <laughs> it's fifty-eight. Les Pauls don't buy themselves. All right. All right. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> funny you said they would open like the tour or their show with this song, wouldn't they? I, mean, I think I've seen them do it a couple times and not even on this tour, but yeah, they did a lot of fuckery too, though. Whenever they get a chance to play live and they knew a lot of eyes were on them, they'd they'd mess with you know the set list and yeah. and not always put the just play the album and that was a critique their manager kept having it's like just fucking play the album and we're all cash in here yeah and well, so they had also, a little bit of didn't they walked away from zz top didn't they yeah there was uh, a, from budweiser they were, yes yeah. well chris robinson started talking about how this Tour is basically a you know a billboard for Budweiser <laughs> and they're a sponsored band and they're basically prostitutes is what he told ZZ Top uh, it, it, about ZZ Top in an interview where they were playing with ZZ Top and mm-hmm. then ZZ Top said talk little shit uh, get out yes yeah, Billy uh, Gibbs like nice meeting you dude yeah <laughs> I'd like to career. invite you to get the fuck off the bus <laughs> you know what Budweiser just bought another eliminator. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to add maracas to uh, Chris's arsenal of uh, all-encompassing percussion. I like when skinny guys play maracas. It looks like they got three heads. Looks like they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it takes it takes a while to be able to hold two of those maracas in your hand and work for a whole song. Yeah. How many times can you do exactly <laughs> on beat? Right. That isn't liked. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's got to do something right now with his guitar solo. <laughs> so, the, so Chris Robinson, let's clear this up because I'm 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 not the deepest. Uh, knowledge haver of this band either but chris robinson is not the guy ripping out all these leads that's mark ford right mark ford yeah yeah chris is like the songwriting riff making he's keith he richards yes yeah okay you're talking yeah. about you his brother rich right. rich robinson yes. yeah rich robinson is the keith richards of this band and yeah. the other guy is whoever you know the other whoever. guy is ronnie or right or, or mick yeah and, uh bringing up keith richards there's a lot of there's a lot of bands you could start saying um, influence this band. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. That one nailed it, yeah. What I think they do well is sound like those bands, or that part reminds me of this, but it doesn't necessarily sound like they're trying to clone them. No. It sounds like they're influenced by and, and reverent their Stealing licks, you know? but writing their own songs. Yeah. That are, and they're great songs. All right. so. It's the Stones and the Faces. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, who the Black Crows had to have been... And, Stones and Faces ripped everybody else off. Right. So, or did, they did the same. They picked they from here. Yeah. They made their shit. I know that. Well, it's Led Zeppelin that robbed them all blind. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but that's fine with me. <laughs> I mean, come on. Levy Breaks is better when they play it. Yeah. I mean, I just, today at work, I listened to Presence and Coda back oh, to wow. back. 
like <laughs> two quote unquote turds, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That are not turds. Mm-mm. They're killer. Led Zeppelin doesn't have any turds. No. Well, trick question. Tangerine's a turd. What? <laughs> Man, just no hot Zeppelin takes three. with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But it had the, it had the cool cover. You slide the no. things around. So it was what? neat. <laughs> Immigrant song, man. Yeah. Immediate help. No, of of all of the Zeppelin records, you could take three out, and like that's fine. It's a it's the one that isn't. If you like, which one of these is not like the others? That is that one. Which one For shouldn't sure. we have released? These <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> got toured with uh, Robert Plant, though. No, no. Jimmy Page. Did. Jimmy yes. Page. Okay. I saw that tour. Nice. Oh, okay, <laughs> stepping on the lead. And uh, Jimmy Page was horrible. Wow. Was he just oh, sloppy, he filled with those clams. Page notes. Bend it till it's right. Yep. Bend it till it's right. Oh, and he was playing those it, funky it, Gibsons that are supposed to like tune themselves and shit. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, hit a button but... and all of a sudden he's on an open tuning, or and they, they were thousands and thousands of dollars. And even Gibson was like, "Sorry, Jimmy, <laughs> no, you can't fix everything." Man. In the studio. Awesome. Live and old. (laughs) (laughs) Not happening. Who do you play with an oven mitt? (laughs) Yeah, I think they somehow managed to offend Jimmy Page, too, during that tour. And I don't think that ended kind of acrimoniously, too. Well, I mean, Jimmy Page... Tried to cast a spell a, on him. It's a dick. <laughs> so I'm sure it's super <laughs> easy to piss him off. A little bit of friction, probably. Yeah. As far as warlock uh, dope addicts go, yeah. He's, right. You know. That bang 12-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you think... They didn't like it because Polanski was always hanging around backstage. <laughs> no more tickets, Roman. <laughs> but uh, I think it was... No, it was Bill Jimmy Page and the Black Crows. Right. But I'm sure Mark Ford and Rich Robinson were just crushing him on stage oh yeah and yeah because that, that that's like the height of their powers almost too right? Right. that was the, they and had, they were on heroin that <laughs> or at least mark ford was <laughs> right jimmy page was not right? no and he did all his best work when he was yeah unfortunately it was as seen in the uh 10 years gone video live performance when he's basically a skeleton with oh, a shirt on oh, yeah playing that dan electro <laughs> just like yeah, there's there's How parts moving. Yeah, there's okay, parts buddy. of song remain the same where he's wearing the dragon that. suit on him. Yeah, the dragon suit was hiding it, but you could see it, it every once in a while. The light would hit him, and he'd look like a marionette yeah. in that thing. It's like, dude, all you do is he be made up of right angles, <laughs> just shoot up and take naps. That's his life. You gotta get in a field to go scare some birds, my friend. <clears throat> well. <clears throat> Yeah, and that's ripping on page. Yes. <laughs> Joey Jared and Chris. Back, back to the crows because shit. Ah, the, ah. They're, they're still throwing she strikes. That's Jimmy Page. If you if you accidentally skip the first track and you started the album on this song, you would not be disappointed. That's another set opener. Yeah. yeah. This one did something. Whew, this one, it's great. Right there. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> Descending lines, descending lines, every single 
broke a bird's back, dude? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? He's hanging out with Dom Page too much. <laughs> Guitars would mix any louder because they're they're really you know kind of um saw blade feeling you know and his voice has got a little bit of that grit to it but it doesn't break apart i think if you had them in the same in the same zone yeah. you'd get hats cloudy. off to george yeah the mixing's really good on this album what's remedy I love that I've leaned off mic to ask you, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. When you got backup singers like that, they're just going to sing the chorus, and you get to ad-lib just like an asshole over the whole thing. Right. I love it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Go! I mean, I wonder, do you think that maybe um, these guys and Lenny Kravitz didn't like each other back in the day? Like, it was, like, too much. It's a parallel. It's like Dr. Phil versus Dr. Drew. Dr. Phil versus a real doctor? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You think you can't be, yeah, can't be friends if you're both TV doctors or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the the other guy just ringing that 70s soul bell. It just had to orbit the Earth. They just had to tour, you know, six months apart from where. I mean, he... Would have been really a woman in terror to Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> See, we already did his second album, but uh, but absolutely, oh, there's, there's let's start a list there's of bands you want to tear into. <laughs> I would just his dir- band is killer. I would just direct yeah. everybody to Pat Finnerty's, uh "What Makes This Song Stink" Super Bowl. Uh, Kravitz versus Kravitz. It's American Woman versus Fly Away. So <laughs> which song stinks worse? It's 30 minutes that's well spent on the internet. I love that. Since I you're done love listening that to Black Rose. Record two is Mama Said, right? Yes. Okay. Which is good. Are you going to go my ways of turd? No. The first one. Phony baloney. What was it? Hippie world. What is it called? Let love rule. Let love rule rule was just, you know what? I'll give you that one because that's nothing but bald face Lennon worship the whole time. My mom knew John Lennon, and I made a record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's fair play. Fair play right there. I'll allow it. Okay. If I here, can right dig here. this right here. That. That. <laughs> right there. That's just a buzz. Chris Robinson Wow It's yeah. a lot of soul For a young man Right there Yeah And that's confidence a, Like yeah. you, you're You're coming in Swinging He's waving that dick All over the place For yeah. sure <laughs> That's the thing About a skinny man yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. Don't the, pick me Bing 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 Just ringing the bell <laughs> Just that hammer Banging off the inner Skinny thigh Anyway um, Coming from 
artistic parents, though. You know, we were talking about mm-hmm. being able to to afford some oh, his parents and stuff were... like that. Musician and, okay. and you know, uh, supportive. You know. See, I always pictured their dad like VP of marketing at Atlanta oh. Meatballs or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just ratcheting on a Corvette in the weekends. <laughs> paying someone to clean yeah, yeah. his Corvette. It's <laughs> more like weekend. a madman situation, right, yeah. Right. Front end's a little sloppy. <laughs> Oh, so I didn't. All right, so their parents were in the arts. Yeah, in the arts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> big donors. Big donors. <laughs> <laughs> they did what I think their first album they got the advance was like five thousand dollars or eight thousand dollars, something Shit. like that. It wasn't it? Wasn't a ton. Um, and you know, probably all of that went to recording. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's when Deaf American was not huge. Right. Right. Yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, they're going to break these guys. They're, they're obviously, like, a good live band, though. At the time I saw them live, it wasn't that good. Um, but Which they... If it was at the Puyallup Fair. Yeah, I was there with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that like when they decided right. yeah, they were going to be a jam band that night? I don't know, but it was like, well, there's nine of you here. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> it was I, pretty sad. Dude. I was not with you guys, but I was at that one, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was like I, I, I'm. I'm glad I'm here. This is good with Pete. Good people. <laughs> glad Steve bought the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he still asks me for that forty bucks. <laughs> you remember that? I don't know if you guys remember that real shitty Black Crow show. <laughs> That's the worst part about buying tickets. If the show sucks, you're probably not getting your money back from your friends. If it's awesome, they're like, dude, that was awesome. Yeah. Dude, I got, let's go to the ATM right now. At yeah. best, you get a beer. <laughs> yeah. A warm, fair beer. Let me get the, I'll get this one. Super expensive. <laughs> so that was the only time you saw these dudes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, they're, they're good, too. Yeah. They can be good, too. Wait a second. No. <gasps> Didn't we see them at Bumbershoot together? ZZ Top. I saw him with the ZZ Top. <laughs> yes. Dark and shit. <laughs> no. You saw that tour? Oh my God, that's just coming back to me. Jamie Privitar drove, um, and it was on Long Island, but in Nassau County. Was it at Nassau Coliseum? It must have been at Nassau Coliseum. And, holy shit, we almost got into a fight driving away from there. It scared yeah. the shit out is of that us. Your, that was. was a woman or a man? They opened Jamie. up for ZZ Top. It, man. Okay. And when we were the, the fight thing was we were driving we were driving the show was over, um, and it was one of the first shows, if not the first show, that we drove to to it. And yeah. Jamie drove, and there were a couple other people in the car, myself. Wow! Oh wow! Cool! I bought a shirt. I bought a ZZ Top shirt. Had the flames going down the sleeve. So would that uh, have been? What ZZ Top tour was that? That was not legs. No, Obviously, no, no, kids with that no. little kids. Um, Probably five years after that. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have internet access, but I'm not going to look it up. But uh, anyway, they they tried to get into a fight because they pulled up next to us, and it was older kids, older, you know, you know, yeah, college kids or something like that. And we, since we were next to them, all of a sudden it turned into a thing, and then they got behind us and chased us down, and we were like, holy (laughs) shit, this is fucking, what's going on here? Anyway, it's not a good story. Boring. So, but Jared, you've seen them live. Yes. For Beyond the Puyallup Fair. Yes. Yeah. And that the Puyallup Fair show was the only one I didn't like, honestly. I don't. Yeah. I think it was just the Brothers Robinson. Tom, what's his last name? Drummer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they gave him the boot. Gave him yeah. the boot because he was like, you guys suck. 
Yeah, Gorman. He's <laughs> like a sportscaster sports guy now. now. Yeah. Well, good for him. But yeah, they used to doesn't get have into to take a lot shit of off the Robinson brothers anymore. Right. They were they were an arguing fucking bunch of brothers again, kind of like a Van Halen bunch of brothers. Oh, it's really? More like yeah, Oasis. there was a lot of pushing and punching. Yeah, because yeah. I always thought. Yeah, Oasis too. The Dutch boys always got along. No. Nah. They, I think they always had each other's back, and because of that, they could get into some fucking brawls and heavy oh, arguments, okay. push each other around, and shit like and that. Coke and alcohol and money. It'll, and it'll do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> it'll do it. My drum solo's not long. Well, they're not British. My drum solo's not long enough. So your Dutch accent stinks, man. <laughs> and then what Tom Gorman, I believe, was not a pro drummer. I think he was like a professional. Novice. Meaning, uh, like when he started, yeah, like he was not. Oh wow, because I love the percussion on this. It's I mean, super it simple. Like he's fucking killer. Yeah, yeah, but it's simple. But he's not doing the most. Ba- like he knows when to back when to off on play. that. Yeah, on yeah. that. Like you, you know, the fourth hit of the it. snare, let that breathe, right. and then come back on the one. He's got good feel for a novice. Cause he's yeah, real good feel. Way up in the pocket. Or when I, you know, he's probably like I could play. I like could play the shakers too. And Chris is like, no, I, I got you. that thing that you turn with this <laughs> braids on, whatever that. Yeah, the little beads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the little frog. <laughs> no, like I think yeah. if they were twenty six, say he Dude. maybe started playing drums when he was like nineteen. All right, oh, you know, he's not like uh, your brain yeah. is still forming. Right. You can learn new you things can, then. You could also do that back then. It seems like you could pick up an instrument. Can't do it now. No, <laughs> no. Nah, Don't even try it, kids. Don't learn. <laughs> but I mean, you see, like, oh, that kid's six and is a ripper on drums. Okay, yeah, you know what? You never hear from that kid again. Yeah, yeah, no like, shit. Any child of labeled a musical prodigy. <laughs> yeah. All right, Johnny Lang, see you later, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> right. The Doogie Howser MD, where in the later seasons he got into fucking blow and just lo- lost his doctor career. Is that, did yeah, that happen in that yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not licensed in any state. <laughs> Dude sells cars now. <laughs> Right next to Ron Conkamus Ford Mercury. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the music, shall we? Track three. Track three is Thorn in My Pride. You can skip it. Wow. <laughs> I don't think so, man. Let me see this because it's too much too less Evelyn three for you. No, but it is a very sweet <laughs> song. There's a little James Taylor in there, yeah. Oh wow. They make me not like it when you say that. But here comes old man Eddie on the keys. No, it's a perfect song. It is the it is much better than she talks to angels, which is like turn. <laughs> this is when the bongos come in. So that's how you know you're just exploring the sound space. Just, that's yeah. why this album took eight weeks. I can, <laughs> right. I can smell the tapestries. Oh, yeah. yeah. Christmas Lights and Tapestries by the Black Crows. Every dorm room. <laughs> These ones change. <laughs> it's a shirt arsenal. <laughs> Do you like whippets? <laughs> Where's my lighter? <laughs> Feels different. It's hard to make up your mind sometimes. Angel Well. It's Angel with Yeah, 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 some dude. Uh, it's a t- <laughs> it's a dig. It's a tough one to sing. 
maybe you're saying Angel is his uh, Hendrix's dig or Bowie's. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Chris has got a few, but Angel is is definitely in in his his lexicon. This one's and yeah, I, I, I'm I'm gonna put a supercut of Duritz <laughs> and fucking Robinson together saying yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this one is particularly stonesy. Oh yeah. Good lyrics. They're clever. Like they're not. They're not. They were labored over. You know, or they just flew out of the guy. Or he's that talented. Yeah. sound going yeah, on. Yeah, drums sound real live yeah. and like recorded in a room. Yeah, I yep. don't think there's a lot of over-tracking on this. Yeah. And that's probably part of their ethos at the time. They were so hardcore about being right. method about it all, you know. Yeah, I get that feeling. That they would. Why wouldn't you track it that way? That's how that's how rock and roll was made, you know. Yeah, right. I mean, it would be tough to put a click track to this and, and okay, we're gonna, we're gonna do the bass now. Yeah, it's not boring. Not how you yeah. do it. Wait, 
got the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, yeah. And again, I'm trying to think. 26, man. These guys are holding it down for yeah. me. But when you do it, I mean, yeah. we were all much better at music. I imagine so. Um, since I haven't played in, <laughs> um, but that's also some, something they have with uh, the '70s lineage, where that great music by our, you know, Yardbirds and shit like that. Are, they're young people, fucking super Zeppelin, young. Yeah. super young when they're when they're cutting their first album, well, yeah, like touring. Steve Winwood was like 16, <laughs> and Spencer yeah. Davis, and it's like Jesus, yeah. 16 was sang like Ray Charles. <laughs> or back to listening to Coda and. Uh, presence today i looked up bottom dude was 32 when he died i know <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah 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 in 82 <laughs> so when they were blowing up in 68 69 he was 18 yeah. 19 years I'm old him sprout. and Pam were kids yeah yeah coming through the pacific northwest too and it was like yeah in their teens oh yeah they're their first oh their wait i think man <laughs> Dude, dude's from Renton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't know Robert Plant went to Evergreen, dude. <laughs> you didn't know that? Yeah. It's, so funny know that. You didn't, it's so funny you didn't oh, yeah. know that. You're 18 or 19, and you're on a plane. Right. Showing up in some place. You don't know what the fuck's going on. You just show me to the venue, and someone's going to drive me there, right? Okay, now I'm going to stick this salmon in this lady's pussy and uh, fucking play. You know? And <laughs> two. Which really happened, by the way. I didn't make that up. Bottom and Plant were country boys. Yeah, they were yeah. from like northern England, yeah, the north, you know, and oh, writing about fairies and shit right. like that because they see them growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Tolkien's my neighbor. Exactly. Yeah. Right. No, no but like John Paul Jones and Jimmy Page were like hardened studio guys. You yeah, know, total dudes, session London. rats. Yeah, and there's yeah, these they, two they, they bumpkins that bump. show up. <laughs> should, they Look how much that one drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Look how much the other one fucks. <laughs> Two-headed beast from the north. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah it's true. Those dudes were super young. I mean, it's when you do it, I guess twenty-six by that standard, these guys are old. Yeah, <laughs> kind of behind the times. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's right in there though. It's, it's that that you know bracketed window. If if you can get them, if they're talented and you can develop them and get them young, they're fucking they they got a long career. And this album set these guys up, I think, for the rest of their career. To get this one hit so hard, dude, you get that, uh, getting that buzz, yeah, getting a buzz. Well, I think, like you said earlier, this made them a band, yeah, not just a product of Rick Rubin, yeah, you know, yes. I remember watching and a lot of what I have to say tonight is based on the MTV rockumentary, uh, yeah, <laughs> behind the, oh, the rockumentary, yeah, not even behind the music, the rockumentary. Right. I know what, yeah, I know what you're talking and, about. Um, I think I remember hit Rich. Chris Robinson saying uh, Rick Rubin wanted to like call them the, the Black Crows, but spell it with a K. And three of them. Something, yeah. yeah and like He's bringing this whole Southern guy, thing. And they were like, yeah, no, God. no. Like, that's not us. Like, like, yeah, it was Corporal Crows something. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, it's Jesus. the same guy that tried to talk the Beastie Boys into naming their first album Don't, Don't Be a Fag. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, but he did it all out of a dorm room at NYU. Yeah, so he's the greatest thing ever. That's why I just don't buy this enlightened little fucking Buddha vegan no, that, that tries to... <laughs> I don't buy it. We were all idiots. True. We still say dumb shit. I'm sure True. I said the 
bunch of dumb things. He's been taking like elocution lessons and shit. Like he doesn't even. Now he even talks very proper. Yeah, he's he's, like, he's, uh, he's rich enough to have the time to speak slowly. <laughs> um, fucking prick. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I got a feeling about this guy. Like Rick Rubin, <laughs> he does one good record for a band mm-hmm. and moves on. Yeah, like and he yeah. he makes a killer record. You know, like California K or not? Um, well, Blood he, Sugar he, Sex Magic. Yeah, but he, didn't he do? Didn't he do one hot minute too? Oh, he does that? them all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's so, after he, that. He'll do. Oh. He'll well, if, if <laughs> you're. <laughs> I mean, he's got his. Band. I guess that means he makes one good record <laughs> with a band, <laughs> and then makes several it's, less it's good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Jay Z's not calling him. Yeah, <laughs> he made them. He made him that one good song. Right, right. Sitting in lotus position in a couch during an interview. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Come on, man. Put some pants on. <laughs> Camera's Put rolling. Some, Put some, some pants, pants on. With a belt loop on. <laughs> Something. Right. Get Big more pants. Ro- Get rid of the rope, Jethro. <laughs> a drawstring, motherfucker. <laughs> How about uh, Bad Luck, Blue Eyes? That's track Goodbye. four, yeah. Right. Good, 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 I'll find something I don't like about it. All right, I'll, I'll listen to <laughs> the best. B and B with a little weed right there, dumb. Uh, <laughs> that did not stay in there. Too in those yes. verses, yes, <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, but a little bit. It's right about the time I got listening to it today, I started thinking about the movie um, with the Jeff BB band that turned into Stillwater back in Almost Famous. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, this kind of has that been a Stillwater jam. That <laughs> Hammond, you know, like uh, uh, up front in the in the beginning of the song mm-hmm. and blue lights on the smoky stage kind of feel. It's also uh, I'm getting a beer. But again, that voice sounds good for 26 year old. Yeah, I believe him. And this, uh, the timber uh, with every, with all the instruments on this track are celebrating his voice too. There isn't too much busy guitar that's competing no. in his range. You know, it's like this is spotlight on Chris. Hey, girls, you don't need to sing on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Shut up, Liz. <laughs> Donna. Donna. Get out of here. Let the man sing. <laughs> Buy the tickets so I can hear you sing. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, they're going to play Shake Your Money, man. Yes, they're going to play the girls in the studio. They're talking about the girls in the show. <laughs> 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 it stands for both. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why 
Is that like how Wonderwall is about uh, George Harrison? Really? Is this one about? Yeah, yeah. So this is about the uh, chairman of the board. This might be one way. Huh. Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> They're great live. They've got, I bet, five sick records. I mean, Oasis sick. The killer band. Yeah. Yeah. I like the tension between the brothers because they brought us that music. So yeah. since I don't know them and have to live next to either of them, I love it. They're great. I just tend to dis- disrespect Noel a little bit as a guitar player because uh, he plays like me. <laughs> when he solos, he only knows is the pentatonic well, scale. Sure. I mean, but- and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I could do that, dude. And then automatically, I don't like somebody if I can do what they do. Yeah, but can you? It's, it's again, it's like the Keith Richards thing. Can you write those riffs? I right. can write those songs. They're no not way. hard. No. No, I could not write those songs. Well, I, I have not. Right. But I'm just, but <laughs> I will not. Like Keith Richards. I might not. <laughs> I didn't write them, all right? <laughs> he wrote them. I, I, I never said I wrote them. What am I, on trial here? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Joey. <laughs> Plead the fifth. <laughs> hey, Joey, leave me alone, man. Come on. Give the um, guy a break. He likes the guitar. <laughs> he likes the guitar. You're on the same page. Yeah. He likes the band. <laughs> They no. ha- they had they had a little special magic there in their time though. Yeah. They wrote the song, and he knew he wasn't some gymnast on guitar. Mm-hmm. And I think the other guy, what was his name? He had the weird Not nickname. Bonehead. Bonehead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was he the lead guy? I don't. Yeah. I thought he was the bass player. Maybe. Bonehead's the bass player. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. No, I think you're right. <laughs> I don't know Bonehead. Are we still talking about the Stones? Yeah. Is there a bonehead in the bonehead. Stones? Bonehead, he was the replacement, like, the trombonist. <laughs> he got cut off of exile. He didn't make it. Yeah. Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Who Keith, let him in? Keith tried to hide Donna. it. <laughs> <laughs> Keith tried to hide his dope in the trombone. And a... <laughs> <laughs> Hope stays. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be sniffing off the carpet. Get it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things Chris Robinson does too. Is that, that that from the depths of the, the gut he does not have. That carry screen. Yeah. Come on. Little 26 year old suburban kid. Well, so that, I, whenever any That's, singer who has. I mean, I can't imagine he was in choir in high school. You're right, right. You know, <laughs> he would but, have too many good habits. But what? <laughs> like, how do you know you can do that? Do, you know, like, any car, choir the teacher would have said no. No. Right. You know, but he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. You just answered your own question. <laughs> Same with Mick Jagger. A hundred percent. Hundred percent, and there's there's another parallel, you know, that they a disgusting frontman. Disgusting. <laughs> hey, we were talking Perry. We we're talking right. Mick. We got skinny men who play harmonica <laughs> for five thousand, Alex. Yes. <laughs> we had Troy calling in, so we were almost at the halfway point anyway. So, All right. 
let's uh, grab the we grab the dongle. Am I the seventh caller? You are the lucky winner. You win the, right. the tr Black Crows tribute band concert going on uh, this weekend at the swap meet. At <laughs> the Puyallup Fairgrounds. Yeah. We've covered that, yep. yeah. <laughs> what, the, what was the tour where they opened up for ZZ Top? Uh, that was the Shaker Moneymaker tour. Okay. That was their, the, the second leg, I believe, or third leg. Which ZZ Top tour was it? Yeah. What... It was, ah, uh, boy, that I can't tell you. So it was, um, they they started with Aerosmith, and then they went to Robert Plant. That's the one I saw. That was hmm. awesome show. And then they, they got kicked off the ZZ Top tour for talking shit about Miller Lite beer. Miller Lite. As that's they right. will. And that's right, because I remember watching an interview with Chris Robinson bitching about Miller beer, but he was brown bag and a 40 a bud in the radio station <laughs> <laughs> right? Which... yeah and then later when budweiser wanted to sponsor their tour he was like how much are they paying us uh yeah <laughs> was like, Ooh, that is a lot <laughs> yeah per per band member what does that break down to when you break frank, down a million dollars five ways frank oh how you fellas doing <laughs> it's good troy we have made it um what did we just we just got done listening to Bad Luck Blue Eyes. Goodbye. Great song. Yeah. Great lyric. Yeah. Why don't you uh why don't you run us through your first your impressions of the first half of this album without putting any pressure on you, Troy? Uh, we, uh no, I, you know, we you know how we do. Here we were just talking about it. I was listening to it and we know we you've got the uh you've got the insight to the first half and maybe a little uh premonitions for the second. Well, I think, uh, I mean, first of all, this is like the, the best lineup the Crows will ever put out and did ever put out. Um, bringing Mark Ford on changed the game. And it's like the last time they really let a producer guide them. So I think it 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 sounds like that, man. This album just, it starts and just keeps rising up. Um, of course, you know, the uh, thorn in my pride is an all-time favorite <laughs> probably uh I, I i don't know if i have a favorite black crow songs but it would be it would be in the running um just has some some beautiful harmony rhythm everything just flows nice on that song but the, if i have one pet peeve with this entire album it's the stacking of thorn in my pride Bad luck, blue eyes, and then sometimes salvation. Just that sequencing, because it gets it a little, it slows it down, and there's and and it does pay off, as as we'll see as we get to towards the end. But but yeah, uh, no, it's a classic Crows album. Sting me into remedy into the third song. It's like boom, they stack boom, their boom. songs yeah. pretty nicely that way. So yeah, that's 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 how I feel about the first half. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> but I think the whole thing is, or the first four songs. Did you see him play with uh, Jimmy Page? I didn't. I had um, tickets, but Page's back went out. That's right. See, I said back I said out. they played with Robert Plant as well, and I I got the kibosh by these two guys. They said, nah, "Go fuck yourself." Well, it was opening, Jimmy Page opening for slash playing with. I guess is, is what's your definition of the word <laughs> is is. That tour, the the original tour, the whatever the Shaker Money Maker, that went on for like two years, man. They they started and just opened 
opened, opened, and then took over their own tour. Um, but that's not the album we're talking about, baby. So, well, but that answers the question that we had earlier about did they record this fresh off the road? And it sounds like, for the most part, they did. Yeah, uh, this band is I. I'm I'm a wealth of knowledge on this band. This is like one of my favorite bands of all time. And they actually a lot of the songs were they they were playing on the road. So Thorn in My Pride was out there. Uh Remedy was a different version of Remedy was they were playing it live. Mm-hmm. And when they hit the studio they had at least four tracks already sort of fully realized. Okay, so that also answers so Mark Ford came on during the tour. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, there you go. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah, he was playing for some other Georgia band at the time, and and they Satellites. just loved him. Georgia, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably something like the Hot Rods or something, right? Yeah. yeah. REM. <laughs> but I saw them. I saw them at the Keller Auditorium in Portland on this tour, and it was definitely. I was, I was just freshly twenty-one years of age, and. uh super excited about the album and knew every song and every track, you know, backwards, forwards. And, uh, I just fucking, I was just reading this. It was, I guess somewhere in the middle of the tour, Chris Robinson went and he was hanging out with the grateful dead <laughs> and all the band members were like, what the fuck are you guys you're doing? You're like, you criticize these guys for years. And he, he's like, don't worry, I'm going to rip them off in like 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and he he changed his whole stage persona. He was like, "It's just about the music, man. They just stand there and play. No more dancing around. No more flares." Mm. And uh, that's the fucking show that I saw where he just stood like, "Oh man, st- stone still, just right into the microphone." Uh, but he sounded all right, so you know, wasn't too fucked up yet. <laughs> yeah, and Troy, that was the tour with the backdrop was just like a giant net with light bulbs in it. Correct. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That pretty I, cool visual. I was forbidden to go to that show by my brother. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he and it's our friend. Too much for you. No, no, no. It's a, this was so what year would this have been? 93? Uh, 90, yeah, yeah 90, late 92. Okay, so I was 16, Dave was 17 or 18. And you know, that was like our friendships with other people started to cross over, mm-hmm. you know, and I was starting to not be just a little brother anymore. Right. right. And, uh, you know, bring him along. No. <laughs> so I missed this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. The bummer. The and of bash. course, when he came home, oh, it was awesome. It was... Right. <laughs> he was telling me all about it. I'm like, well, <laughs> thanks. Could have seen it myself. <laughs> it does sound good. It does sound like it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a good story to have an older brother that was <laughs> kind of holding you back. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, it was finally, you know, you just reached that point where it's yeah. pointless. You can't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. And hold back the tide. Yeah. Where'd you come on to the Black Rose, Troy? Like right off of uh, Shake Your Money Maker? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was actually seeing the plant show i i I mean obviously everybody fucking knew who they were with shake your money maker because mtv was big at the time and they were just everywhere but um but yeah seeing them it's the i don't know if you know the spot jared the lb day amphitheater oh yes yep yep saw them there outdoors and i was like this band's pretty fucking good man (laughs) and 
and I think uh, that's where I yeah, saw they... the Oak Ridge Boys. I think that was my first concert. <laughs> <laughs> um, bop, mow, mow. That was Giddy the tour. Up. That was the tour. <laughs> that's his real voice. <laughs> <laughs> so they, when you saw Troy on that tour, they had gone beyond the idea of just too hard to or the Otis Redding cover. They were a band. They were rocking. Yeah, they're. I mean, they were. They were good. I wouldn't say they were rocking yet. I mean, okay. they were. They were good. They were. They were like an opener that catches your a eye. A better you know, opener. Sometimes. There you go. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh shit, these guys aren't just like, well, go get in the beer line or let's you know, like whatever, <laughs> like let's go do something else. It's like, oh, all, right. all right, let's actually tune into this. But uh, my brother was a, uh, a different kind of influence. He always wanted me to go to the shows, and he was like. The one who first got me high and and uh oh that so happened to you actually... on my end but... <laughs> yeah all right all right, all right good. the controlled no you you can't smoke this weed <laughs> <laughs> and how much older is your brother uh he's three years Same, okay yeah which i think is is maybe close to what the robinson brothers are something mm. almost almost like that who's the older one uh chris is the older one yeah oh shit well, that because we were just talking about earlier how he was 26 at this record, yeah, it makes so Rich Robinson was 23, just ripping, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, he's about, 20, about 21 on Make Your Money, man. Yeah, yeah, okay, so he, he's falling right in line shit. with this like young swinging dick making rock and roll music, yeah, yeah, it's, it's age old tale, wow. And I guess he's like the sober one, like he was never hard to drugs, he was just the womanizer. Mm. Is is the tale goes? This Rich Robinson was just like he would drink, but wouldn't do fucking anything else. And everybody else in the band was just like a garbage can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> just just like whatever, just throw it my way. <laughs> well, that explains Eddie. Uh... Every band needs one of those guys actually for longevity. <laughs> to talk to the accountant. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, dude, all of Rush was made out of. <laughs> there were three of those kind of guys. Yeah. That's in it. Yeah, I think we talked about that. That documentary they were on tour with um, Kiss. Kiss. Yeah. yeah. Gene Simmons was like, they just went to their rooms and read. Read. <laughs> like, Separately. <laughs> well, thanks for the show, Gene. <laughs> uh, rip. You want to rip tomorrow? <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right. That's what uh, I guess when they joined the Aerosmith tour, that was their first big rock band tour, and Aerosmith was all sober That's right. <laughs> and they oh, and they had down. like they had like to sign contracts with every you know like crew couldn't be drinking or smoking and and uh they got they almost got kicked off because at some point they were just like fuck this fuck right. these guys beer, man. <laughs> just yeah. like you control on. your band we'll control ours right. how about your that problem is not my you problem fuck off. <laughs> and where did aerosmith find enough tour crew to stay sober Right. Yeah. 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 At all the meetings These that they had to suck. go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing but hypocrisy in that story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to ask you, Chris, what do you think of uh, the drummer? What's his name? Uh, Steve Gorman. Yeah. How do you feel about him? As a that we were calling John. Yeah. Or Tom um, or Bob Gorman. <laughs> Bob Will I'm, Bobby Gorman. I'm Bob Gorman. Steve Gorman. He's got um he's got a great feel for songwriting. I really I really like his drumming and 
it, it, what we just were discovering here, talking about, is he came on to drums, you know, later, 19 years old or something like that. Um, but it just has a real touch for fucking structure. And then the tones are great. It's a live sound, you know, as far as the mechanics with, uh, with how the drum sounds recorded. I think it's it's just super clean and it feels live. It feels like if you were to walk down, you know, uh, a, a, a sweaty. Okay, so don't say. I, don't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave that one alone too. Um, it, it feels like uh, they sound uh, live the way they would sound on uh, on this record. Yeah, I guess they started just like they eventually abandoned. I mean, so, sometimes they detriment, but they just abandoned like all track recording and we just rip things off live in the studio and just like play them can them and be like all right good two 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 times through like let's let's move on yeah before they, they recorded this Chris and Rich beat the shit out of each other <laughs> right exactly they they uh they recorded this album we were talking in uh in uh, eight weeks so it, it's a it's live to 24 tracks you know i'm sure there's uh maybe some overdubbing another another takes for probably you know vocals backup vocals and all that stuff but the bones of it and the feel of it is live and that's how they did it they were able to they were well versed enough that they could go into the studio and not waste anybody's time and just bust out this album which is you know one of the, one of their better albums here. <laughs> Can I get an amen? And, uh... I need to come up with better answers. Jesus. Yeah, these I guess no, no, no. Dude. flat, man. I can I can I can do better. I'm gonna bring better. Hang on. And also, Troy, can you confirm my we think Gorman started playing drums late in life. Do you know that? Yeah, they told me that by the way, Troy. I don't know. I'm just trying to go go team and everybody's just leaving me flat. I think here, that's something I, think... I heard along <laughs> that he wasn't now that Yeah, he no he started like playing drums way late in life okay. like joined joined a band and bought a drum set that wow. makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah we need a drummer and, kind of thing yeah yeah but, but was they all kind of did that late in life thing like uh i mean rich didn't play guitar till late in life i mean well, where he started at 15 and then was signed by age 18 or 19. yeah late in life <laughs> But he wasn't got socks older than that. <laughs> it wasn't piano lessons at six. Right. 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 Like yeah. a lot of teenage nerds, he picked up a guitar and figured it out. Yeah. yeah. And the, they, like, uh, Draculis, their longtime kind of producer guy, or was with them for a long time in the beginning. I feel like he's dropped in and out of producing and, and being part of the band. But he, they liked him because they were like, he was like, "You guys suck. <laughs> you guys need to get better. You need straight. to get better at your instruments. Like, you just need to play live. You need to play more. And your sound is like not so great." Well, he, yeah, he <laughs> discovered him. He, I think he was the one who who, who brought um, him around. Brought him around, and so that's cool to hear that he, he was like, "They, they could be something here." Yeah. yeah. This. Did you guys cover the uh, Rick Rubin stories? <laughs> I don't think so. Not we we talked them. about him, about but the uh, clan crows. Thing. Oh, I guess we did talk about how we tried to get him to have their name spelled KKK or something like that. <laughs> the the Cobb County Crows. Thank you. There you. Go. Okay. There we go. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Rick Rubin's such a fucking weirdo. I believe that story, <laughs> and, I, and I believe he didn't even think it was like offensive. He was just like, ah, I mean, this would be kind of like. 
cool. WrestleMania like. It'd be yeah, cool. Yeah. You guys would be like the Southern band. You'd be villains. Yeah, total heels. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I know the Iron Sheik. Cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was the one who fucked up there. Like he had the they signed the original contract to the Deaf American mm-hmm. and they had an option to uh like sign them to their second album, but he let it expire because Rick Rubin's just kind of like they they were they didn't have their shit together, yeah. and so they were able to go to other record companies and and like pimp themselves out and be like, hey, like we need a better deal, and uh, that's how they got all their publishing rights and merchandising was originally Rick Rubin had could have like just completely fucked them over, it up. but but they fucking they cashed in and he agreed to to go back and be like all right <laughs> all right you guys fucking worked out i do, i do want to make money off the second album so yeah. i will i will fucking pay you dummies yeah it's just good business yeah something about that dude he's a dick yeah we're all in agreement troy yeah you, you nailed it on the uh rick rubin front troy uh bookend this thing man what do you what do we got in store for us for the second half of this album anything uh jumping out at you uh so i would say that the when you get from hotel illness straight through to my morning song just note for note word for word song for song like that is where this thing rips for me like it is those four songs back to back to back i could listen to that fucking all day long they they're they're brilliantly sequenced there's some great lyrics in that stuff and then um and i my morning song which is just i think it's classic uh chris robinson lyrics (laughs) a, a bit cryptic and a bit like what the fuck is he talking about but somehow you know it because you just feel it because that guy just <laughs> right, wrong, good or bad. I would say that uh, Chris Robinson just has an amazing soulful voice. Yes. And you get into that March Me Down to the Seven Seas with the background singers and the Bury Me with a Ruby Ring. I don't know what the fuck that shit means. I mean, maybe you guys <laughs> do, but I don't. I have no idea what that stuff no, means. I totally but, get it. But I, I feel it. Like it makes you want to move and it makes you want to, it's just like, ah, I feel like it's like, uh, when I'm at that point in my life where I just fucking need you, baby, you're there for me. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So you heard that's, you heard it here first from Troy. The best is yet to come. We even get to the second half and yeah. Uh, bums me. I couldn't have been there fellas, but, um, I, I think that, that, it's all right. You guys are doing I'm sure you're doing it for now. Yeah. Troy, you mind if I plug your podcast real quick? Oh, no, sure. The yeah, forthcoming podcast. Troy, and, and oh, dig this. His podcast partner, Chris Robinson. Not that Chris Robinson. Not, <laughs> not the one we've been talking about. Okay. Love and imagination. Love and imagination. It'll take you on a journey through all the arts, yes. be that poetry, music, uh, the uh, crafts, even furniture building, whatever floats your boat. But then we connect it to how those things can lead to community, um, sometimes formal charity, sometimes 
casual community like uh, Van Haven. And uh, I, thought, I thought the first recording was I think, so uh, much fun. I think, well, Troy, I was just going to say, I think for your first episode, you're probably going to get have to get like, you know, a couple hammers as guests. Um, don't spoil it here on who, who you who you find out, but I mean, you're gonna you're gonna to, to launch a podcast. You're gonna have to have some real heavy hitters as guests, and I hope. I, good luck with that. Good luck with uh, who, you know who you can find. Yeah, I'll, I'll do some I'll do some digging. I'll, I'll check my Rolodex from back in 1992. <laughs> see if I can see if I can get the real Chris Robinson. But if not, maybe another Chris will join us. I'm sure. Well, Troy, thanks, man. You're welcome. And, I'll be, and uh, I'll be seeing you sooner than later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Take Peace care, out, gentlemen. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <sighs> All right. So is Troy still on the phone? No. No. We'll call him back. No. That's we'll it. Sign up. We so get, that's it. Thank you. Thanks for setting a few things huh. straight. See you later. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. He, no, he set up the second half of the album. I believe he's he's saying it ends with like a hammer. He's got a he's got a big. I don't know, man. I believe him, yo. I, I think I believe him, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find. Sometimes salvation is right. the next up on the list. Let's. See, I'm glad this album means a lot to Troy, and I've been pissing all over. <laughs> so I'm glad. Yeah, that's what we do. No, but I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you can only shit on the stuff you love. Really. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, it sounds great. Troy wasn't lying. He said the lyrics get good too. Like vultures and empty what? Empty saviors? Yeah. Ooh, like you. Billy Gibbons. Dusty Hill, you're okay. <laughs> God rest. <laughs> has the best sonic vocabulary out of anybody we've covered. He has the so best far. syllables. He the best syllables. Yeah. He's got the best syllables. He does. Many words. I mean like a lot of words. A lot of words. And they all they, a lot like he's not flunking on a lot of these. He's they, not right clicking thesaurus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I mean you're singing he's salvation, met. you're singing angels, you're singing almost every, his alliteration is on point. All that. He's got that Elton John uh, syndrome. He does. (laughs) 
phone cable. Just yes. massive power lines. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just listen to the sustain, though. Keep going. I know that the only place we've experienced these guys is, is in you know large settings, but God, it's songs like this that makes you wish you could catch them at like the Showbox or something. Yeah. Or, or something Showbox you know, Soto is the place to see. Or, I mean, not the show, the, Showbox, the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're like on club speakers. Yeah, like this. Two good club. Yeah, the yeah. right guy at the board. Yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, yeah, with all, with all those bodies just taking the absorbing the sound, you know. Uh, Sweaty, <laughs> just, just <laughs> moving, <laughs> sweating. Bro. Hey, are you going? Are you gonna go number one or number two? <laughs> I just want to know how long I gotta wait here. <laughs> you do. You will run into Stevie Wonder at the club shows. Oh yeah. Yeah. Two thousand seater or two like thousand. I mean, he's at the arena <laughs> yeah. shows too, but the, your 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 numbers are, are way better. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, better proportions. <laughs> That's how the end. So you know, if, if we were breaking this up in sides, I guess that that's would be side, side A. a. Oh no! Oh, was okay, that the opener? That's, that's the opener to side I B. I don't know. That's I, or is that the end of side A? Because like Troy was saying, it's kind of the the three, four, five is kind of uh, yeah. So that might be the ender on side A. Okay, okay. I was feeling it. Well, okay. This is where he said that that it kicks off was hotel illness from here on out. I think he said six, seven, eight could just go on yeah. repeat for him, and he's he's yep. good. I like no I retreat, like no surrender after this point right here. We are about to do hotel illness, which is a good title. It is. We get some more. Uh, Speaking well. of the Eagles, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't stop. <laughs> Came into the track like Charlie Watts. Yeah, totally. you know how Charlie yeah, Watts totally. always—it sounds like he got caught by surprise that the yeah. song is started. So he's always a little behind. He's yeah. and two and boom. <laughs> There's the song starts. That's good catch. Good on you, Gorman. snare approach to to that that change yeah. it's nice it's, it's, it's a, guessing yeah a lyrical player when you get comfortable you playing the song is that what you're saying right exactly. instead of the beat yeah. which is good drummers. which is hard to do like because drummers went from 
as a melody, but they became just rhythm. Yeah. yeah. And early on in Stones, the faces, the who, the drums yeah. were an <laughs> instrument. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were playing the song. Right, right. Yeah. And there's some guys that can st- still do that, in the, in the, but, okay, old man mode. In this day and age of, you know, <laughs> These drop computers, yeah, yeah, drag and drop this drummers, you know. Get off my lawn. But if you if you know how to work a drag and drop drummer, oh no, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> but you're not ever gonna get that. Uh, I guess it's just a lot more work. You, there's nothing you can't do. But I mean, it's a human being playing a song, right? And not to be like what Chris was saying about having every snare hit was different. Yeah. Did he plan it, or is it just because he's not great? Right. right, or he's feeling or, it. He's yeah. not Danny or Carey. He, or he, right. Yeah, or he was just feeling it. They're never going to get that. They will get an algorithm that will just completely fool us, and we'll never know. Till that time, can I just live in a, in a world? In an analog drum yeah. world. <laughs> I mean, I had a beat. I had a drum machine from way back, and I loved it. It serves its purpose. It's great music. I love that it's done on a drum machine, but that's a different thing. Yeah. And if you can work a drum machine, yeah, killer. But most of us can't. It's just a different thing. It's much easier just be like, dude, go like this. (laughs) We'll do it live. (laughs) How about what was your favorite piece of direction as a drummer? Uh, And by favorite, I mean your least favorite. Yeah, I don't know. Could you play something just like bashing? I remember bashing. bashing. Yeah, you just bash. Yeah, like that's. Yeah, that's always a helpful piece of. should I hit my drums hard? Which ones do you want to hit harder? Or can we talk about timing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're, mm, yeah, you're, yeah. I don't know if I ever sang Phil's to you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you never did. Give was, it, as far as never playing a Phil together. Singer? No, you weren't like, yeah. try something like... Yeah, that's right. That was my idea for uh, your drum part for everything. I think you get had co- all the ideas for Star Wars. Yeah, with Daniel Hornblower and that. You know what? I was still getting off of over uh, last week uh, listening to Queen is Queen. Yeah, when Freddie Mercury just starts bashing Star Wars and Jaws. Oh, I know. What? Like, like out of nowhere. He's just like... And Peter Pan? I heard <laughs> yeah. that in there, too. Bicycle. And Jaws was never my thing. And I do like Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Freddie. He was too cool for school, was, man. Just fucking, what, what song is that? I it's Bicycle. It's Bicycle. Yeah. That's right. I've yeah. never even put that together. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of like... I think he was fronting. He likes Star Wars. Don't let him... Sure, probably. Just, just making lyrics. <laughs> he's pageantry. Yeah. But he's just like, Jaws was never my thing, and I don't Maybe like Star Wars. His brand loyalty. He's like, Flash Gordon was better. <laughs> There's other no, space it wasn't. <laughs> ah, yep. Black moon creeping. We'll keep playing. That's, that's filthy right there. It's about the filthiest, dirtiest guitar so far. What's cool is you get tricked into thinking this riff is going to keep going, and it doesn't. That's almost like a Leslie West thing. Yeah. But like this, you're like, oh, it's some honky-tonk, whatever. Yeah. When it changes, (laughs) it's so good.
ain't never told a lie. All that talk box. Stomping, I think, is what you call that. Yeah, stomping. He knows when to just hit the root and to not play on the note. But he does. He got some choice fills when it's when it's needed. That's my. That's the best. It's my favorite. I believe we say on this show, they're laying up in the cut like, like Neosporin. <laughs> Shout out, Feral Munch. Like that he's using that talk box, but he's just yeah, it's it's, it's falling apart almost. Yeah. We need another tube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can have all four of them. You kind of got it. Have you ever fucked with one of those? You kind of got to deep throw those bastards like way back just to get that. To really get yeah yeah you can't, yeah no <laughs> not just the tip on that bit. Nope. <laughs> That's why they really gotta want to use it. Like JD has one. Yeah. He only brings that when he's pretty sure. Right, right. <laughs> it's, it's, in, it's, in, it's gonna be the song. It's not, hold on, guys. Let me have a talk box. Let me take a swing at this. Song goal. This is song goal. Man, your your comparison to Keith and Mick, or Keith and Ronnie, or Keith and Brian is. They do have that, what uh, Keith calls the ancient art of weaving. Yeah, for sure. You know? Playing off each other. disciples of that. Yep. Because for me, it's... Keep it to Mick Taylor. Keep it to Ronnie Wood. Like, that's... I mean, I'm not alone in that. squeeze box of the stones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Brian, whatever was... Brian could play some good slide, but he was mostly good at having a a bad haircut. (laughs) Not a great swimmer. Uh, Pretty good at beating up women. One thing about it, too. And taking drugs. <laughs> the dude died. They're like, oh, we got a show to play. Yeah. Okay. Like, they didn't even, like... Uh, yeah. They were over him when yeah. he finally died. Like, right. Yeah, they did the tribute concert. Because he, well, he was their buddy, but, like, they, they'd had enough. Well, yeah, they had, like, the concert in the park thing or yeah. whatever, and then it was... Oi, let's do a show. <laughs> Good with this. Next, Next chapter. Nick Taylor in there. <laughs> Let's bring this 19-year-old kid in. Like, Mick Taylor was yeah. a super young yeah. kid. He's, from... he's like Frushani joining the yeah. Peppers. Yeah. Probably the Stones were his favorite band. You should never be able to join your favorite band. That is... Actually, I guess he turned out okay. I think Mick Taylor's doing okay. Yeah, he's he's not a casualty. I think he's all right. He never reached stardom, but right. he's not like... Sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can still go grocery shopping. Yeah. Right, right. And people still, I mean, we're still talking about him. Three dorks around here, we're still talking right. about him. And he's like, thanks, that doesn't pay anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm glad you remember when Mick Jagger owns things. <laughs> Islands. Right. right. <laughs> I want island money. <laughs> no. Sorry, no. No, you don't get it, Mick. <laughs> Taylor. Style. Wow. You go soak in the sea. As far as Stone's worship goes, that was pretty good, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's moving. That's, That's uh, moving. It's that is fully well assembled. Cool. Is they're not copping Stone's tones either? No. No, yeah. not at all. They're, I mean, is anyone playing a telly? I, I think these are some Les Paul playing motherfuckers. I'm pretty sure Rich Robinson's a telly guy. Is he? And a Les Paul guy. I just remember always seeing him with the Les Pauls, but you're right. You got to play a telly if you're playing this kind of music, actually. Yeah. It's kind of prerequisite. <laughs> You got a fender showman <laughs> or, a, or, or a basement a basement head. amp, yeah, yeah, basement yeah. <laughs> a deluxe reverb, a deluxe for when you want to be fancy, right? <laughs> Maybe an AC30 yeah, yeah, tucked yeah. in, yeah, mic'd yeah. in the back, but no, you got to have a fender rig. You would not, no, there's no JCM 800s on stage with the crows. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I think I, I you think they come Mark around. Ford was a Marshall guy, okay, but probably not. Cause that's all basic. They made him hide that behind yeah. the behind the box. <laughs> like you can have your JC, but you got to put it behind the, the box. But yeah, our, my buddy Alex, mm-hmm. phenomenal guitar player, like super super good guy. And he, we were coming up, or he more in late eighties, nineties when Solid State ruled the world. Mm-hmm. And Trigar Music, this tiny little record shop or music store, had a Fender basement head. Gave it away. I mean, not gate, but it was like for a steal, right? Like if a Randall had not, not I think they, they were too, but whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. solid state was on yeah. Guitar World's back yeah. cover was four hundred dollars. This basement was like a hundred bucks. Yeah, he still has it. Tell it to my Marshall Valve State <laughs> head that I bought. <laughs> but that that basement sings. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Mike Voss, his dad had one, which is I'm sorry, a Marshall. That's what Marshall. Hotwired, really? That's what the this, first Marshall was. I didn't know that. Yeah, Jim was Marshall it, was, was just a, hot rod. He just fenders. rejiggered a, a basement. Yeah, really. <sighs> so that makes a lot of sense. And you know, the guys in the UK couldn't get fenders without the huge tax import right. tax. So Jim Marshall was just—that's how they became huge. And then the whole the, the Marshall sound is yeah, it is a thing. Wow. Huh. God damn. Huh. How about that? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Jim Marshall. Was he British or was he American? Yeah. Portuguese. Well, he's really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got rid of that valve state head almost as soon as I got it, but I kept that cabinet. I've had that cabinet for probably almost 30 years now. See, I always thought it was a rule was you had to have Celestian 30s in your Marshall. Isn't that kind of the... I haven't opened that thing up in about 15 years. I got one speaker that has been dead since... <laughs> That's part of his sound. Yeah, it is at this or point. Don't that put the mic there. Yeah. I do. I have I have electrical tape on the front of the amp. This is don't mic this speaker. Or depending how the night is going, mic, mic that, that speaker. Yeah, yeah. No, keep it around four. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the three twelve. That's my sound. And then I wonder if that makes your homage weird. So you're getting a weird draw. A, yeah, right. Weird. So you're sagging super draw. hard on it. Yeah. I like I like what you're putting down there. No speak, no slave. 
Oh, this one has got an explicit warning. He might say some curse words on this one. He don't speak slave, but he speaks curse words. He doesn't oh, know is... doesn't know karate, but he knows crazy. <laughs> get to something like this and it's like the stones would never right too hard no yeah that yet on the record no. where you bust up to the quick falsetto. <laughs> I've never once heard a preacher say please. played this one like and have ever since like it just has not left the set list obvious reasons yeah it's driving and that bass is doing a lot of heavy dude drive. just groovy thumping fucking head out Johnny Cole ladies and gentlemen <laughs> But it's linked up with the maracas. Yep, when he does it. That's like a Fender champ, just on 10. It's dimed all the way across. (laughs) I learned that one early. Like, guys were like... No, let me really chase this thing. No, 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 no. Dude, just say it like this. <laughs> and you know what? Work your tone knob. Exactly. Yeah. And your volume knob. And your volume knob. That yep. is your... Thank you, Joey. Thank you. Thanks for that amen. I needed that. Say thank you, Gilbert. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Because everybody knows that uh, guitar amp EQs are actually subtractive. Uh, so uh, Much like synthesis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like Borofil. It's actually... Um... <laughs> That's just a great riff. And it's simple. Yeah, and There's it's one of those where you're like, nobody had that already? Right. Fuck. It's one less for me. Shit. It's yeah. like that uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, was it Pisces Iscariot? Like that weird collection of B sides. Oh, yeah. There's one song that's nothing but riffs. 
<laughs> yeah. So he's took every ref. Yeah. Yeah. And he uh, he he'll, he'll, he can write some riffs. He's the shit. Yeah. Like, he's fuck you, Billy Corgan. Yeah. Again with your big head. And that riff. Wrapping his thumb over the top and just. Oh, that's all right. That's okay. God damn. You can do that. So on Amorica, mm. there's a song "Wiser Time." Yeah. Which I love. That's my favorite Crows album, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I always think that this song is on that album. Ah, uh, okay. You, yeah, you could be forgiven for that. It's, it's, it's a little bit of Echoes of the Future. Yeah. Right? My morning song. bass in there again yeah. Yeah. and you guys know it's real clangy yeah. on its own like yeah. you isolate it it sounds horrible but in this right. it's so good I feel like Rich Robinson plays a little slide but could, could we be listening to Rich playing the slide part here I feel like that's his deal that's his thing like he gets to do that Have a day like that? He's like, where are you drawing from? <laughs> what are you guys doing this south? Like, <laughs> we eat ham. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about you guys. We celebrate. We celebrate the king of the Jews by eating ham. Yeah. Like Kids look for eggs. Yeah. You John, thought about remember John Stewart's out. bit about the Easter back in the like nineties? Yeah. Back when he was just a stand-up and talking yeah. about the what's the deal with the eggs and Jesus just. He's like, I'm coming back in three days if I see any fucking eggs. I swear to God, you hide them, paint them, I don't give a shit. <laughs> twelve eggs, twelve disciples. Little 80s 
rock got in there. The palm <laughs> mute and a little, little shredding. Yeah, a little, a little shredding, shredding going on. Yeah. pretty good for the last four like Troy said and they're alternating their attack so he'll go boom 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 and when he's doing the hold the bass drum will go boom 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 gives him something else yeah. yeah so they kind of they're alternating their attacks yeah it's that little electric piano in the back too them real simple chords they woke the old man up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the band, you know. Oh, yeah. Red lights on, motherfucker. <laughs> the closest analog I ever have for this guy, Chris Robinson, is is uh, who's the who's the British uh, guy? That, uh, Damien? S- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing the Wonder Years theme song. Uh, Joe Conker. Yes. Yeah. Little Joe Cocker to him. Just that apoplectic fucking spazoid. Yeah. Wow, you know? Never, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Never thought of that before this moment. Yeah, but I, I bet you Chris Robinson seen the shit out of the Wonder Years thing. So. Yeah. Or she came into a bathroom window. <laughs> that song is not called Help, with my, help, help for My Friends or whatever. That's the one of your theme song now. Yeah. Forever. But I'm thinking there's probably a, a version of that because I can't see him not singing that song now. <laughs> I bet Chris Robinson would tear that song up. Yeah, you'd have to find something seriously out of pocket to fuck that guy up, I feel. Yeah. Seems like he could take almost any genre and put it into his wheelhouse and and fucking pull it off. <laughs> mm. That'd be interesting to watch, but I don't know. Test me. I'll, I'll method it. <laughs> New metal. Oh God. <laughs> nookie. See, nobody was nobody was. I did supposed it all <laughs> for the nookie. Nookie, 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 nookie. Nookie, <laughs> nookie, 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 nookie. nookie. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah. Boom. <laughs> Try <welcome>. again, Joe. <laughs> Chris one, Joe zero. All right. That's a good song. That's a good song. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Was there more? There is Was one that? more. There's one more. One more after that. And, and props to Troy for calling that four song run right there, because that. Yeah. That was no lie. But uh, they do end it with the time will tell. Okay. Which I don't like. (laughs) The closer's a tough The closer's a tough one. That's a closer, what we just heard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 100%. Yeah. 
what's the other album we just did we're like well why would you put another song after that it's it's yeah. a common mistake it is is it's the hobbit syndrome when like this movie ended 20 minutes ago why are we still ending this movie i right. feel like because they wanted another song on there and you can't break up that three block you'd be insane to 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 chop something on you know something or in the middle of that this what we're looking at now give us the head the writing credit who's the first name on the writing credit of the last song I don't know. You got that on you? Maybe. So I was going to say Robert that's who, Smithy. That's who won the argument. Right. Alan, Alan <laughs> Smithy Alan won the argument on that one. Right. Now, they do not give individual songwriting credits, which is cool. Well, that's so cool. they're every, all that's songs by the Black Rose? Well, it yeah. just says uh, all songs written by Chris Robinson and Rich Robinson. Oh. <laughs> which, I mean. Fair enough, but no, kind of not really. Second, on your second record? You're bringing in a new guitar player. Let's face it, drummers are dumb. Yep. <laughs> yep. Bass players really don't add much. What key are we in? Yeah, and you Joe, know? honestly, don't forget that drummers are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to remember. I mean, it, and it follows Mick it, Jagger, Keith Richards. Yeah. yeah. And by the yeah. the law of the land is lyrics and music. Yeah. And that's that's how you write a song. You know, I kn- you know that's not all there is. I know that's you not know, all there right. is to you. You don't know who you are. You don't know. <laughs> Twitter me. <laughs> Twitter me. Yeah. It's like uh, I get it, but at the same time, it's like Tom Ford, Ford's playing the shit out of that guitar. Uh, Gorman is he? He's doing Charlie Watt shit over here. He's contributing. Everyone's contributing. Yeah, right. Yeah. But who came in with the riff? True, but. Put those demos out as a record and see what happens. Right, 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 right. But I mean, no. As far as like, yeah, no. By the by, the rule of the law, they are correct. Right. They won on a technicality. So I don't know which Robinson brother wrote this I'm last gonna song. I'm going to say Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Time will tell. Let's close it out. Right. <laughs> Look at the double. This is a hidden track. This is like what you put yeah. on the CD as the hidden track. The unlisted, two minutes after silence. Two, oh, maybe yeah. seven or eight minutes. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna change lanes like this. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is this hard, a hidden track? Raw live shit. Is this a bonus no. track, Joe? No. Yeah. We in a bonus track territory. No, but this is the one where you get up and you're about to hit open. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like, where no. you try to get there before it starts, so <laughs> nobody knows the difference. Right. <laughs> oh my God. This is the yeah, the jam and, session after the session, kind of yeah. like oh, we'll throw it on the end of the we're record. Feeling pretty good. And the backup singers are done. This is their last day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just have one for us. Well, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. You think it's gonna make the album? It's, I don't know. Oh, it's don't the think about that it's now. the Elton John record Here, where they this. did the bougie bougie song at the end, where yeah. everyone's it was like the jam on that '50s rock and roll thing. That yeah, we get it. You, yeah, you know. I'm looking formal. 
Yeah. yeah, that's what I want to pay for an album for. Informal yeah. recording. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's the you give me your like, best on every yeah. track. Oh, yeah. The studio's only a thousand an hour. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys want to do that again live? Oh, nine weeks? Sure. <laughs> eight wasn't good enough. Yeah, hard line yeah, at eight. Nine. <laughs> the first Sabbath album was recorded in two days. <laughs> two days. And they even sped up tape on that, I think. Fuck yeah. Had to. They ran out of time at the end of Iron Man. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Can't mix the rest of that song. That's it. Yeah, no, nah, I think we're good here. <laughs> Hold on, we really should check back in. What's going on? Oh yeah, indulgence. Yeah, Still one bad. of the backup singers is actually playing <laughs> yeah. the drums right now at this point. It's one of those things where like people swap yeah, instruments. Swapping instruments. Drummers on the piano. One of the worst ideas. But it's I, I get it. I've tried it. Still. Yeah, you don't put it on the record though. <laughs> no. no. Isn't that cool? You know the way you we might did make that. It, yeah, <laughs> might make it like the no, Japanese not. bonus track or something because they always want a bonus track for the Japanese market. And this is the kind of snickle fritz you give them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, the Stones did the same shit, though, <laughs> except they didn't put it at the end. No, this would be in the middle of a Stones album. Yeah. Like, ugh. <laughs> I don't care how hot it was in that basement in France. Yeah, I don't you need could to hear just this. Skip song. a track, Eddie. The move a needle or hit fast forward <laughs> on a tape. Like, oh, oh, Had to make this a double album, huh? <laughs> that is that is my gripe with every single double album. They're too long. Edit more. Get it down <laughs> yeah. to one really good yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. That's well. Like, there you go, melancholy, the infinite sadness. Like that could have been the have best. Be two records, man. <laughs> could have been one of the best Pumpkins records. Like if you distilled that down. Not Siamese Dream. Siamese Dream, hands Kish. down. All right, but I'm just saying. <laughs> could have been. Could Hear me out. It could have been one of their best first three records. <laughs> you look at that playlist yeah. and like just say you're gonna cut half of those songs out. You end up with a pretty righteous. Yeah, oh. 1979. Same thing you could have did. Yeah, exactly. Keep going. Just... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you could have done the same thing with Use Your Illusion. Yeah. All the Take lows. that back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a Don't Cry alternate lyrics version guy? <laughs> November Rain extended, extended, yeah. extended. When he solos on the edge of a cliff for the third time in that song. How do you get that piano on the moon? In <laughs> dolphins? You know, it kind of doesn't make sense, but I like it. She's hot. <laughs> Went right into Aerosmith. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. And it is kind of going out with a whimper and not a bang, and I don't yeah. like that. Forgettable at that point. But yeah. it was fun to bang on. Nice to bash on for a little bit. <laughs> when you hear it, well, you notice even Troy cut it off at my morning song he had like three. that run <laughs> that four song run hotel illness black moon no speak no sleep my morning song he did not include that song no and he did also throw it under the bus which was nice that was our that was our duty well the, choice yeah. choice kind yeah he's got a good heart he's a generous man he does a lot for the community we don't we just shit on things thank god <laughs> the universe made the right choice <laughs> Because I'm saying this is a great album, but I think every song I was like, (laughs) 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 I mean, it's a great album. Amorica, I do like a little bit better. Is it a little more funky? It's gross. It's slimy. Yeah, sleazy. I remember 
watching the special. They tried to do like a film around the recording oh, no. of that album, and it was just tons of mushrooms, tons of drugs. I mean, yeah. everything, and it was it did not work out. <laughs> <laughs> the documentary. Well, this they tried to do like kind of, again like the Rolling Stone Circus thing. They just brought a uh, bunch of weirdos onto a soundstage or yeah. into a studio, maybe, and uh, like midgets, strippers. Yeah. Oh my god. Sideshow acts. Like it just got out of hand. Yeah. But that that album. (laughs) It's so good. It is. Hey little guy, get my bass drum. Yeah. That's how you get the sound. That's how you get did you ever hear the one about last year? Oh Oh, yeah, oh yeah. That's the nastiest. Yeah, and it's like he's saying things aren't good <laughs> right now. Like, mm. I think I also saw a thing where, where they were touring South America. I love the way he says, see, things help me, I'm in trouble. He, he showed up to the on the airplane with no luggage. And they're like, we're in South America for like four months. He's like, yeah, I'm good. Chris Robinson, yeah. he was just yeah. not no, a good place. No. <laughs> wow. I'm not sure if that was Southern tour or the Amorica tour, yeah. but he was just like, uh, I would get, I would wager it was the Amorica yeah. tour because that yeah because that was that was pretty debaucherous like that was kind of the beginning of the beginning of the end of this lineup yeah they would wasn't the last one they did but he was Johnny Colt was like I can't yeah, do this <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking about changing my name again <laughs> <laughs> this license still good. <laughs> But all in all, as the second album goes, forget about it. That's yeah. One, that's one of the better ones. Yeah. So what albums have you guys covered previous to this? And the list goes on. What haven't we? I just looked the other day, and it's been three years now since, oh, wow. since we've been on this particular jag yeah. of Pick second one. albums. Can you, can you think of a, another <laughs> good second album? Because we thought it might be a little bit uh, of a small category at some point, and it seems to just kind of... Keep Get bigger going. and bigger. Everybody's got one, just yeah. about. Turns out, almost every band that you listen to had a second album. Well, I mean, Sky Valley, Caius. We yeah. have not. Because they go from, or was that number three? Lose the Red Sun. It might have been the second full length, and that's just like. That's what we, we yeah, we'd, we'd go by full length. EPs yeah. don't count. Yeah, yeah. Just welcome to Sky Valley. But we're also is, break the rules however we want. Yeah. Uh, as much as Josh Homie has turned into a total dirtbag, <laughs> Brant Bjork or whatever, but phew, that it's album, undeniable. It, any such you put on Sky Valley and the, um, yeah, you you're not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. Well, it it sounds like uh, there's probably still also some room to shit on it too with Josh Homie in there. <laughs> oh yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, <laughs> shit on it. What's the point? So would you would you come back and sit with us again for fucking Sky Valley at some point? Probably not. Awesome. All right. <laughs> well, I think I'm done with talking to Joey on this episode. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> Try to talk to somebody else on the next episode. No, let's see. Let me just double check. We were. No, we're good, Joey. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. You're listening to the TNE Network. Thank you.